Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number 800 951 And it's, it's already hump day. I mean, these holiday shortened weeks, uh, it goes by, well, a day quicker than normal. All day, all morning. I was like, it's Tuesday. Well, actually, no. It's Wednesday. Uh, Patriot Radio News Hour, allamericangold.com. Uh, joined with my partner up at the, on the front range, Jason Walker. Jason, good morning. How's the new schedule treating you? Uh, it's good. It's good, man. It's uh, you know you got to get it up and running like we were talking earlier, and and then uh, improve it day by day. So hopefully uh, the gold show. I, I wanted to to get a little better. I can be the Ed McMahon to the uh, Johnny Carson. That's how I see it. And uh, here's Johnny. <laughs> yeah, I just have to say. Uh, yes, <laughs> that's all I have to do <laughs> to help Joe show be a little better. <laughs> Listen, that guy turned himself. What a career he turned that into! Oh yeah, he right? did, man. It's 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 good to be the Andy Richter for Conan O'Brien, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, that's the jo- that's the job I want. And then you uh, you can give away millions with good housekeeping, or was it or not good housekeeping? What was that? Oh, oh, you remember uh, he. That's Clearinghouse, Publishers Clearinghouse, Clearinghouse. yeah. Yes, yes. He never showed up at my door, by the way. I don't know. He just never did. I haven't won the lottery, so I got to go to work every day. And, uh, well, I got to deal with you. So, (laughs) 800-951-0592. Got got a lot of things to talk about. Janet Yellen, you know, again, I call her. The most evil banker in the world, <laughs> and I and I and, and solely because she wants to run the central bank like a uh, like a charity, for lack of a better. Oh well, we're all about inequality and social justice and climate change and 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 all of these. Listen, they can't even do their job they're supposed to do properly right the janet yellen should be out there saying hey jay powell quit taxing all of the the american public out there joe biden said he wasn't going to tax anybody make it less than four hundred thousand. she's kind of like the uh the the evil witch uh trying to eat hansel and gretel in the gingerbread house <laughs> you have the candy which is the free money she gives out to everybody you know and then, and then... she loves it yes she <laughs> loves it well she was warning today so right now, uh, Congress, way, way, way back in the olden days, like the 80s, uh, <laughs> said, hey, you know what? We, we want to make sure we're not going overboard with the spending. Because, you know, as I have ed- educated all of you out there, outside of wartime, all the way through 1971, before we let the bankers fully take over, we ran just as many budget surpluses as we did budget deficits. You know, and I tell you all the time how, hey, the deficit was only $400 billion in 1971, and $250 billion of that was World War II. That was just left over. And all of a sudden, we're talking about we're up at the debt ceiling now. It's twenty nine trillion. So right now, so in the eighties, the, the the Congress said, "Hey, you know, 
we need to check ourselves. So they created this debt ceiling. And it used to be a number, Jason. Hey, when the deficit when the federal deficit hits a trillion dollars, we all need to have a meeting. And 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 figure out how to to get this thing under control. And what happens is the Treasury, you know, they've got this checkbook, and I've told you about the checkbook. That checkbook right now, they like to have, in the, according to Janet Yellen, she likes to have about $500 billion in her checkbook. When that $500 billion runs out, if they don't pass a new debt ceiling, right, then uh, technically we would default. So we've hit the debt ceiling like 170 times, Jason. Right. Actually, Trump, uh, right. I think, filled that checkbook up right before he left office. Uh, he did. He filled it up to $1.7 trillion. Right now, Janet Yellen says, hey, listen, we've only got about $300 billion, maybe less than that. So this morning she said, hey, we have until October. At some point in October, we're going to be out of money. Whenever, so right, at the they, same time that everything else is crashing, Joe, all these other things are happening at right at the same time, isn't it? Correct. Well, well Correct. planned. All of that stuff. And so now they don't use a number anymore because it's too embarrassing. <laughs> you know, the, the in the early days, they would have a number. It'd be like $300 billion. Okay, we're going to have another meeting when we go another $300 billion in debt. And that could take three years. Well, now $300 billion is like not even a month. So what they've been doing is they, they've been setting dates now instead. Okay, we'll let you go on for, you know, another 18 months or another 12 months. Uh, but, but right now, what the Democrats are trying to do is they're trying to get the Republicans, you know, threaten the Republicans, hey, we're going to default unless you approve that other $3.5 trillion. So that's what's happening now. Janet Yellen warning, uh, I think it's going to go down to the wire, uh, which means when they finally do pass it, which they're going to pass it, when they finally do pass it, I expect the budget deficit to jump about $500 billion over the course of like a 10-day period uh, on the refunding side of it. So get ready for that. $30 trillion right around the corner. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, and man, things are moving so quickly. Joe Manchin, uh, our senator from West Virginia, so funny, you know, West Virginia, my, I, you know, my brother lives there, uh, apps, I will say this, absolutely gorgeous. I've been there a total of one time. My wife and my kids, Jason, we still talk about, we want to go back. But it's just got, it's it's West Virginia, you know. But uh, we're, we're we're talking about possibly uh, Christmas. My brother and his wife just uh, they had they have a, a young son who's uh, like almost two now. So they really not quite old enough to be you know traveling around and doing all that stuff. So we kind of got to go to them. We may be going back uh, there for the the Christmas holiday. But really, when you think about West Virginia, I mean you know. A few things come to mind, right? Uh, coal comes to mind. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, uh, coal, decades high price uh, in coal. 
just another, just add it to the list of everything that's gone higher. And then probably hillbillies, right? I mean, that's kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of what you think, right? But but it's it's a it's a gorgeous state. I've never seen trees that grow through and on rocks. Like there are trees everywhere in West Virginia. It's it's crazy. Uh, very very beautiful. But I think of the of uh, Joe. I think of the Civil War too. You know, breaking that state up. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Uh, uh, in, in, in politics. Uh, from a political standpoint, split in Virginia and West Virginia uh, apart. Um, but Joe Manchin has become maybe the most important senator, uh, I guess, for the after the election. All of a sudden, he became the most important because of the 5150, right? which is the Democrats can pass what they want because... The best the Republicans can do in the Senate is have a tie. If all the Democrats vote yes, all the Republicans vote no, Kamala Harris, 51-50. She gets to cast the deciding vote. Well, as we talked about this debt ceiling, so Congress is coming back. You know, they've been on vacation for almost a month now. Uh, they're going to be coming back. Janet Yellen is saying, hey, listen, right? You got about a month, and then we're going to be out of money. Nancy Pelosi wants to get all the, you know, we already have the first spending bill, the infrastructure bill, right, Jason? That, that's, the, right. that's like $1.2 Everyone's kind of agreed that they would pass that. In other words, enough Republicans and the Senate would vote for it, and that could pass. Which means it probably shouldn't be passed. (laughs) Right. right, right. That's a great point. When it comes to these financial things, Joe, it's always bipartisan. And as soon as you hear it's bipartisan, it means bad for the citizens. But, yes, I I, I get where you're going. Yeah, Yeah. I like your thought. Hey, if if Republicans and Democrats agree, it's probably bad for us. Exactly. Well, that's not good enough for Nancy. Nancy's like, "Uh uh-uh. Because she knows, hey, if you pass that other that that one point two trillion, I lose leverage on this three point five trillion. Of, you know, they call it human infrastructure. Let's call it what it is: welfare handouts, right? Uh, government uh, now becoming even bigger, becoming a bigger part of all of our lives. And, and I see, I don't know about Colorado, but they run these commercials here in Arizona. And they, they're trying to praise uh, our, our senators for voting for, oh, yes, this, the extra money to help me feed my children every month. And, and I need free daycare, and I need free pre-K, and I need free this and free that, and send me a check every month. And all, all of this welfare, because that's really what this $3.5 trillion is. Now, Joe Manchin, as I've told you, my brother and him, have a relationship. And my brother actually said, hey, you know, he's not a he's not a, a liberal Republican. He's a he's a gun guy as an example. He he's the guy that's that really is keeping this in line. He was out this morning, Jason, and says, Hey, I'll I'll do one point five trillion more of the three point five. So we've got our I guess we've got our our, our range. 
3.5, which the Democrats knew they weren't going to get. Joe Manchin now says, I'll vote for 1.5. I've got a funny feeling the number is going to be between 2 and 2.5 trillion. You think so, huh? I think they get the whole that, thing. That's what I think. I think they right? get the whole, I you know, I think they get the whole thing, Joe. You think they get it all? <laughs> I, th- I think it'll be that, and there'll be another one behind it. <laughs> uh, uh, sweet. Well, you know what's so funny? Let's see how the economy starts going. Here's the, the only thing that I think is in our favor is the time. Not enough bad data is going to be in yet. My fear is they're going to do to the debt limit what they did. They did this under Trump. Hey, you know what? We're going to give you another 30 days. Spend whatever you want. We'll give the Treasury another 30 days worth of money. And wait for more of this data. Right now, I think for the Democrats, bad data is their friend. Right, the more the Goldman Sachs and the Morgan Stanleys and all the rest of them come out and say the economy's slowing down and all of this stuff, I think the better the the Democrats' argument is going to be. But I, but either way, either way, we're running three and four trillion dollar a year deficits, and, and and when you think about listen, the, the economy is only twenty twenty one trillion. And when you think about, hey, we're running three and four trillion dollar deficits, you're, you're you're talking about, you know, numbers that you know almost fifteen percent. And my whole life growing up, you know what the Fed said a good number for debt would be? Because once they decided, hey, we they, we have no interest in actually running any surpluses. Well, three percent of GDP is okay. What about fifteen <laughs> percent? What about twenty percent? Joe, is I, that okay? I think by the next presidential election, it'll be six to ten trillion deficits. It's going to go out of control. It's going to really spin out of control. See, Joe, what we have here, people, like you know, a lot of economists, are they're comparing what what this economy we're in, what what to compare it to. And if if you look at just the simple things that happened, which is uh, what you famously put up regularly, which is nineteen seventy one, detach the dollar from gold. You had less than a decade, and you had inflation go crazy, and Ronald Reagan came in and spent our way out of it. What we're doing is we're spending our way into inflation. I don't think there's any way to, to there's no way to, to do what Reagan did, which is you know you know people love Reagan, but Reagan was a big spender. He, he took us into the big spending presidential. Every president after Reagan, big spender, no matter what anyone says. And uh, so we're kind of where we were back in 1980, 81 with the inflation, but I don't think th- there's a cure for it this time, Joe. Right. So I think, I think it's you're right. Inflation the, the on top of inflation. Part of it. Yep. The spending part. We can't spend our way out. And of course, they did a lot of spending that was hidden, right? Because of the Social Security trust fund and all these other things that we've talked about. And and when we're setting ourselves up, you know, go to allamericagold.com today. Peter Schiff uh, has. It's about a ten minute clip. And I think he may be on to something here. The Fed is never going to fight inflation. That, that he, he's, he's of the opinion now, because they know they can't. Right? We can't raise rates. I mean, w- could you imagine just going back to a Fed's funds rate of 4 or 5%, a 10-year a, a note yielding 6 7 or 8%, 
to to what Jason said. Well, that'll put the the, the federal deficit would be six, eight, ten trillion, yep. mean, just because of the interest payments. So that can't happen. He believes that the the new narrative will be, hey, we we just have to live with the inflation. We just have to live with the inflation if we want to keep everybody working. If you want to have a job, if you want to do all you know all of these things, if we want to send everybody checks all the time, we're just going to have to live with it. And I think that's really when we're going to see the dollar debasement really uh, gain speed because I don't think they can do it. I, and I've said this for a while. They're boxed into this corner, Jason. And, and I was thinking, you know what, that maybe that's a way for them to get a couple more years out of this is changing the narrative. Well, and, 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 and it's a broken record, Joe. That's that's uh, that's what every every economy that 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 uh, prints its way into oblivion. That's what they're always telling the citizens. Well, we're just going to have to live with it until it completely right. gets destroyed. And this time, Joe, I think they'll get their spending. Maybe it won't be the full three point five trillion, but they're going to get it in October or we'll say early November, whenever they put the thing in place. Uh, I think that's going to get us into early next year before the whole thing breaks. I, I, I really believe that. Uh, this, this new global economic system that they're preparing for is probably an IMF system. And then, uh, and then what you'll hear, Joe, is stuff that we've been saying on the radio station for years, which is the Fed is evil and does all this bad stuff, and it just, we shouldn't have this central bank in control. And they'll take that narrative and say, look, we're going to look at this evil Fed, and look, they, in, you know, Jekyll Island, and the, I think the whole thing will be on regular news to deify that what they decide to replace the Fed, and they'll say, we got this IMF. Special drive. That's great. I love it because uh, we see things so similarly yet so differently. I think we're going to end up with only the Fed. I think, the, I think, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be the banks that are going to disappear, and we're going to be left. That's maybe true. We have but I think we need a. Banks. I think we need a new central bank. I think they're going to have a have to have a sacrificial lamb because all the banks are going to point their fingers at the Fed. And so I think the whole system gets washed away and replaced by, I'd say, the IMF. I think they really want the IMF to be. Yeah, I think through the IMF, the Bank of International Settlements, uh, I I absolutely agree. I think we'll see China's rise, right, as the the alternative to the dollar. Uh, They're going to step up. And, and of course, as we know, right, we're how many years away? Best case scenario, seven years Worst case scenario, probably three to four years before China's economy, no matter how you base it, is going to be the biggest in the world. And then, of course, you know, the problem is every year after that, they're they're going to be so much bigger than we are, and, and they're getting ready. The Chinese have been, we know they've been very active uh, in gold. They've been, they've been, securing gold they've been understating what their gold holdings are Uh, a lot of people now are saying when the time is right uh, they're going to back their digital currency with gold and maybe jason at that point that's when you have the imf and the bank of international settlements kind of come and be the new clearing house because that's really what what uh what you need i guess the system for is to what cash all the money Right? Hey, you right. paid for the soybeans, and you sold the 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 widgets, and and we bought computer chips, and you bought 
you know, wheat, and this guy bought corn, and, and, and just to clear all the trades, if you will. Uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. When we get back, the White House has announced its new energy policy. And this is about as ridiculous oh as the Fed saying inflation is transitory. Uh, I'm just reading it now. When we get back, we're going to talk about it. It may be time to get the dialing fingers ready uh, because this plan is idiotic. If, if uh, you thought your electric bill was high, wait till you see uh, what the Biden White House, Jason, wants to do with our energy policy. Yeah, I've, I've, seen, uh, I've seen some of those things in Wyoming. They're burying at $250,000 a pop, those, uh, <laughs> those, those wind turbine fan wings. <laughs> Don't tell people about that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's not a lie. All those, you know, if you ever drive from uh, Arizona to California, past all those those wind farms, yeah, those blades get buried in Wyoming. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're going to be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold uh, had a big profit taking day yesterday. Uh, bottom today at 1780s. Come all the way back here. Uh, it's down a couple of dollars here uh, at 17, just under 1795, 1794. Uh, silver's at $24. Listen, I got this is the lead pipe stone coal lock of the week today. I got a call this morning. I've got a hundred $20 gold pieces. Two thousand fifty. So yesterday, I, what were we yesterday? Like two thousand ninety-five. Twenty ninety-five. Yep. Twenty ninety-five. Two thousand fifty. That was on sale. Twenty ninety-five yesterday. That's forty-five dollars less than that. On Friday, the twenty-dollar gold was twenty-one twenty-five. So it's seventy-five dollars less than that today. I've only got a hundred of them. Put them away at 800-951-0592. The Fed's not going to fight inflation. Listen, as soon as they realize that the market's wanting to pretend, pretend time's almost over. Jay Powell is running out of, running out of rope here, and, and gold and, and silver are going to move very, very quickly. Yep. And I mean it. You're going to wake up one day, gold's going to be $1,800. You're going to wake up five days later, and gold's going to be 2300 It's just going to be that fast, and you'll have missed the whole thing. Take the opportunity here uh, and, and take it, especially at this price. This is what a great opportunity. 2050 800 951 0592. Joe, let me. Silver. Oh, go ahead. Yep. Go ahead, Jason. No, go ahead. Do the silver. I want to add something. Silver. To what, to what so yours. I just I just wanted to throw uh, the the silver out there right now. U.S. Silver Eagles. They're going to be uh, six hundred and ninety dollars today, two weeks for delivery. So they they'll be in next Monday, and then they'll come out uh, again. That's that's down from seven hundred and ten dollars. Uh, yesterday, so take advantage of that as well at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. 
junk silver, I may have to take it off. Whatever we have in stock, that's all we have available. So whatever, Jason, you have in junk. I have a guy coming in tomorrow to buy a bunch. So if you want want my junk silver, you better come in because I got one guy scheduled tomorrow, and he's he's, Because right now there there is none. Everybody, listen, when silver gets down to $24, everybody buys it. It's just gone. It just disappears. Uh, so, so that's that's the the, the specials today. Twenty dollar gold. Uh, still got two lines open. By the way, we got a new employee here in Phoenix. Connie, Connie's replacing Brooke. Uh, Brooke was helping us out, and Brooke was right. Connie's fantastic. Uh, her and her husband, longtime customers of Patriot. Uh, she is a, a whiz on the computer. She's actually going to make our operation even better. But bear with her. She doesn't know everything just yet. Uh, but but uh, we want to welcome Connie on board. So if you hear from Connie, say nice things to her because uh, she, she's an absolute sweetheart. Uh, you know, we got a great crew, both in our Colorado and our Phoenix offices, 800 951 0592. Go ahead, Jason. I was just going to add one last thing before you jump into the other thing you're going to talk about. Um, I was talking about special drawing rights. Here's the brilliance of uh, changing the money system to something different. Uh, in the situation where Joe, Joe just mentioned it again, you know, Jay, uh, Powell doesn't want to, uh, you know, this inflation is going to be here, I think, until the end of this, this whatever whatever the, the, new, the new norm, the new change is going to be, which I think is going to be possibly, a, you know, a new dollar or the special drawing rights. Think of the brilliance of it, Joe, that you're a Chinese company, you're holding, let's just say, $10 billion, and you want to you just go buy an asset. Let's say you want to go buy an American company and just get, rid, get those dollars out of your pocket. You want an actual thing, right? And America, the, the Fed, decides to inflate 50% all their assets. Everything costs 50% more. All these banks are being loaded with cash. You inflate the asset prices of everything around you, and now they can only buy half as much of their stuff. And then it's like, well... It's broken. Let's just change it. <laughs> and they left. It's like leaving those people holding their poker chips and they can't cash them in. We joke about it, but this this is what's going to happen. You know, we, we we've been talking about this. You know, I'm getting ready for what my 19th year. Patriots been around 25 years. Uh, we've been telling you this for as long as I can remember. You know, we 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 told you what free trade was. Free trade was just allowing our corporations to leave America. That's exactly what happened. Look at the trade deficits ever since then. All the money that leaves the United States, hundreds of billions. We're approaching a trillion dollars a year of wealth that leaves the U.S. And this new system's coming. All we can do is speculate as to what it's going to be. These debts are not payable. We're at that point now where... Because the debts are so high, they can't even fight inflation. They can't do it. It's not possible. So the only thing to do is say, hey, you've got to live with the inflation. Let me just point this out to you. Junk bonds. Okay, so junk bonds are just that. The chances that the company or the city or the state, right, the chances of them being able to pay it aren't very good. So normally with junk bonds, you get, not normally, you get the highest yield possible. We talk about a 10-year note yields 1.3%. And I'm like, listen, if inflation, even the Fed's fake inflation is at 5.5, why would you buy something that only yields 1.3? Right? You're losing 4% of your money. 
even now the riskiest bonds have negative real rates of return. So a company that you know is probably on its last legs or, uh, you know, I'll use the city of Chicago or Illinois, they're not paying those things. Eventually, sooner or later, there's going to be a default and those bonds are going to be worthless. Even they aren't yielding positive real rates of return and inflation's only going to get worse. So uh, this just tells you, listen, the system's broken. That's not how it's supposed to work. In no economic classroom ever does that make sound fiscal sense. That is idiotic economics. And right now, listen, you're risking every dollar you've ever earned with idiotic economics. That's just the fact. And now we've got the inflation tax. And when we get back, we're going to talk about this energy bill uh, that the White House uh, put out today. This thing is nuts. It may be the dumbest thing. (laughs) We talk about idiot economics. This is idiot energy policy. That's coming up next. 800 gold, 2050. The stone-cold lead pipe lock of the week. I mean, I know Monday was the holiday, but if you're buying them online, they were twenty-one. Twenty-five. So this seventy-five dollars uh, off. You know, gold's down about forty bucks from that point. But so this seventy-five dollars is a huge savings. Two thousand and fifty eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The White House this morning outlined the most idiotic plan I've ever seen for energy. Now think about this. California, Texas, obviously Louisiana right now because of the hurricanes, right? We, we, we have a terrible energy policy already. Uh, if you ask anybody with an IQ higher than room temperature, what happened to California? And they'll all tell you, oh, well, it was st- stupid policy about renewable energy. That doesn't work. And it causes all kinds of problems. That's one of their main problems. Just like all these uh, wildfires. Right? You know, they're, oh, it's climate change. And, you know, it's always climate change. Really what happened is you just changed your forestry policies. And somebody decided to, I don't know, chain themselves to a tree over a spotted owl. And we stopped maintaining the forest. I mean, it's pretty simple. But... Here's what they want. Right now, solar power. It's about 3% of energy generation in the United States. They want it to be 40% by 2035. So, 3% today, 2021. In 14 years, they want 40% of our power to be sold. To give you an example of how much power we're talking about, it's 1,600 gigawatts. You know, I go back to to back of the future, Doc Brown, I need 1.2 gigawatts. No, 1,600 gigawatts. 
Now, I have no idea how much power 1,600 gigawatts is. But that's more than the total electrical consumption for all residential and commercial buildings today. And they want that to be done in solar power. Of course, solar power, as you know, well, they, they say, oh, well, solar power has gotten cheaper. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. Matter of fact, obviously, with the announcement today, if they, if they try to do it, wait till you see what happens to the cost of building the panels. From the silver to the platinum to the palladium to the rhodium, all of it. But the biggest thing has been the rebates. Taxpayer-funded we just hand out money for people to put solar panels on their house or, you know, build these solar panel things. Like, I, I can tell you in the desert here in Arizona, uh, Gila Bend, we got this solar deal. It, it, it's like a couple of miles. It's miles long in the desert of all these solar panels. And, and it's massive. And, and you would look at it, you think, man. We must be able to power half of Arizona with it. Right? You know, we're probably lucky if it powers Gila Bend and no one lives in Gila Bend. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't even know if we have the, enough land, Jason, to build this much. No, and I, Joe, I think this is, and this is how I see it. And I just watched a documentary over the weekend. It's called Hot Money. It's dealing with this specific issue. And I think, it's, I think the whole thing really, Joe, is a hoax. I think the lower standard of living that we're going to be facing because of economics, not because of climate change, uh, they're going to create just like the COVID, uh, you know, emergency. They'll, they'll create a, a bigger, more broad climate change emergency. Fires in California. Now they got fires in uh, in Russia and Siberia. Siberia has their wildfires in Siberia are bigger than all the wildfires across the entire Earth combined. And they're going to they're push this climate change thing, Joe, as, as uh, well, we all got to do our part and suffer a lower standard of living. So I, I think it's a hoax, Joe. And I think that they're going to make us, you know, tax, ta- tax the hell out of us to, to, to have this uh, utopian clean energy thing happen. So, so they produced a study to, to back their little plan up. Oh, yeah, there's always a study. <laughs> that solar is our cheapest fastest growing source of clean energy yeah. so it's now that may be true right it may be cheaper than wind right it may be cheaper than the wave thing or whatever other clean thing we have that that could be but what isn't really cheap is the actual cost to us and without government subsidies i'll tell you this without government subsidies no one would put solar on their house It'd be way too expensive. Right. But they're calling this president, the president has called this a code red. So what was that movie? (laughs) With Tom. Jack Nicholson. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did you issue the code red? A few good men. A few good men. That's it. We we got a few good men here. Uh, he, He called it a code red yesterday. Well, yep. visiting the areas of New York and New Jersey that had the remnants of Hurricane Ida. Yeah, apparently, Jason, if we just had more solar power, the hurricanes would stop. 
Yeah. No, that's Apparently, I didn't know this. Yeah. Yeah, it's new science. We, sh- I obviously, I mean, if we if we just build solar everywhere, there'll be no more hurricanes and and no more fire. I mean, everything will be solved. Yeah, and if you believe that, <laughs> probably believe it. we got transitory inflation as well. Twenty dollar gold, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two two thousand and fifty. We'll be back for the final segment. 800-951-0592. Yes, the stupid idiot policies continuing here. This is what we have, you know, and we've said it all along. We've got a compromised Fed. We've got maybe, the well, not maybe. We've got, best case scenario, the weakest president since Carter. My fear is, it's weaker than that. And now we've got idiotic economic policy after idiotic economic policy. Uh, the Dow is down 150 points right now. Uh, the the S&P, the NASDAQ are all lower as well. Gold's uh, just getting ready to go back into positive territory here. 1794 and change. Uh, silver uh, just over $24 right now. U.S. $20 gold pieces uh, 2050 today at 800 And Jason, uh, we, we, we aren't going to be able to get any more. I made a few phone calls. We're going through them pretty quickly here. Uh, once we're out, it'll be back to the 2075. So okay. if you want to get in, get in now. 800 Jason. Yep. Yep, and uh, uh, let me let me add to what you were doing about the uh, the, the green energy thing. Uh, I, I watched this documentary, Hot Money, Joe, which is exactly what you're talking about. They spent a lot, a large part of the documentary talking about the complexities of the monetary system and how money is moved and how it's uh, it, it goes from point A to point B. You know, and they didn't really go into how it's actually created. They didn't really talk about the central banks. They just talked about the banking system. And the corporations and the government, and and they basically said, Joe, that this thing will get paid for, because the end of the world is coming, and we're you know, and we're just gonna you know, there'll be a tax. People are gonna have to pay their part to 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 institute this system that's gonna save the world. Because if we don't do it, the world's gonna die. It's gonna burn up. We're gonna we're gonna have a burning world. And there ain't gonna be nothing left. And and so everyone will everyone will pay their carbon tax, Joe. That that you know, they, if a corporation isn't doing the right thing and giving their profits back to this clean energy then we'll just charge them <laughs> it's, it's so what else thing you want to punch the tv screen because it's so backwards and they didn't blame the economic system ruiners which is these central banks great point just an absolute great point and it's just like the debt you know we say it's unpayable well it's going to get paid they'll get paid and it's going to get paid by us i mean believe me when the new money comes and the reset comes you're going to the, – the people that got anything, you're going to be getting the biggest haircuts. And just remember the last time they did this, when they confiscated and took gold away, right, they revalued it by 75%. It was a 75% devaluation of the dollar. Uh, and, and really this time when you think about uh, what we're looking at here with the size of the debt, I don't know if 75% is going to be enough. Uh, U.S. $20 gold, 2050 For those of you that are worried – that we may try to bait and switch you, which we don't do here. 
uh, our big sales pitches, how many would you like? Uh, I also have it online right now, so you can order online as well. Uh, unfortunately, when we're out, we're out. We can't get them at anymore to go back uh, to the 2075. 800 951 Silver Eagles, 690. They're two weeks out. Junk Silver, just not sure right now. Right now, what we have in stock in Phoenix, what we have in stock in Colorado is all there is right now. Uh, that could change quickly, but as of right now, uh, Junk Silver, we probably got a day supply left on that. So, uh, God bless everybody. Jason and I are going to stick around. Listen, go to 1360KHNC.com, and you can listen to the next two hours of the half-empty Cup of Joe coming up next.